Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hi, and thanks for downloading the Sunranto Show, which is brought to you by all of our Patreon supporters who we call the Super Ranters. For more information how you can become a Super Ranter, and listen to the Sunranto show early and ad free. Join our Patreon campaign and support us at patreon.com slash Sunranto. Do it today, and you'll never have to hear me ask you again. Here's the show. Covey blue blood flowing through our veins. Sitting in the bleachers in the rain. We've shed a million tears and drank as many old style beers out at the game. Let's go, Cubby, Sunrento. Michael Cotton. Sunrento. Michael Cotton. Sunrento and the love of old Lucy. Boutros Golly. Michael. Sunrento. Cotton. Sunrento and the love of old Lucy. Michael Cotton. Sunrento. Boutros Golly. Sun. Guess who's in the bathroom puking rum chata? It's me. <laughs> you know, I've had a long day. Been at the theater all day long. I'm a little slap happy, a little punchy. So I decided to spike my coffee with rum chata, and now I'm engaged. That's how that works. Um, <laughs> hi, welcome. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you very much. Welcome to the Sun Rancher Show. I'm Danny Rocket. We got Michael Cotton here, the lovable Lucy Sears, and IFG, the infield fly girl, is gracing us. With her presence, and uh, uh, yeah, so we, this show is brought to you by our 112 Patreon supporters. Thank you so much. This is why we do the show. If you want to join us at patreon.com slash sunranto, we will be forever grateful. And as always, we are giving away a Frank Chance postcard tonight. If you do hashtag chance in the chat, you could win a postcard sent to you by me of Frank Chance. But um, hey, let's talk. Let's talk Cubs. Things couldn't have gone worse, huh? Man, how about it? Yeah, I mean, at least they were going up against a really easy team in the or re. Never mind. <laughs> I, I'm now remembering that far back. Yeah did you <laughs> did everybody make it through all these games? Like the only there was one good game in here. There was we're not going to recap in a second. I want to talk about other stuff first, but I just wanted to say just acknowledge how we're all feeling as Cub fans right now. And I just want to know, did you watch like today? Did you, how many innings of today did you make it through? I was at work and happy for it. I was like, oh God, when I saw that score, I was like, holy shit. I'm so glad that I didn't see that. And I just watched the condensed game and it was like just watching a Yankees highlight reel. I uh, I was getting the updates as I was also at work, and it just like my phone was going crazy. I was like, "Damn, what a game! What a game!" I was like, oh my God, "What an awesome game!" <laughs> Until you found out it was all one team. Yeah. You I watch went this one off on Lark and uh, grabbed a twenty dollars ticket to the Mariners game to watch Rich Hill throw some baseballs. So I was watching the Cubs update on like the little light board at Safeco, going thirteen what. 
Yeah, it was uh, a <laughs> it was an ugly bunch of games. That, you know, wow. And but, yes, I did not see. I saw zero innings of this series, and I feel perfectly okay with that. At least they're just sticking with the program and just going to just keep doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah. Keep playing the I, same guys. Whatever. Don't worry about what, it. What's interesting is IFG says she has seen zero innings, and I feel like David Ross is saying the same thing right now. Yeah, yeah it certainly seems that way. Well, let's start bring, with like, – Bring back Joe Madden. <laughs> hey, hey he, he's he's available. Yeah. Yeah. I think bring I him back as the bench that. coach. I think I was the first one who wanted him fired, but I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot of roster moves going on right now. I think we should start there because there's just so much going on with the team. Um, I'm going to work. Uh, I'll go start from the bottom and go up. Connor Menez, who I forgot was on the team. He got designated for assignment. Um, and then he was outright at Iowa. Caleb Killian went away to the Iowa Cubs. Chris Martin went on the restricted list, but don't worry. He's back now. Uh, Anderson Espinosa went to the, the Rockies. Alec Mills was activated, so we saw him this week. Alfonso Rivas, sadly, didn't work out. He's back in Iowa figuring something out. Michael Rucker was optioned to the Iowa Cubs. Then he was recalled from the Iowa Cubs. Then he was sent back to the Iowa Cubs. That all happened in a two-day span. Uh, Jonathan VR and his terrible mouth injury is back from his mouth injury. He's back. Um, Clint Frazier. Now, this is the one we're going to really talk about. Clint Frazier was uh, designated for assignment. And uh, I don't know if he's going to clear waivers or what's going to happen with all that stuff, but we will find out. Um, Chris Martin. Uh, we already talked about him. Uh, Marcus Stroman went to the IL. Jan Gomes came back. Wade Miley was activated from the IL, and then he went back on the IL after three innings pitched, which we saw. So two starting pitchers went on the IL, um, and then Sean Newcomb came up just to give up uh, six runs today. <laughs> so And, you know, all those things you just went through, all those players, like so now we know what the mystery was with Stroman not pitching this weekend. Where's Kyle Hendricks? Well, he's pitching this week. <laughs> they were just like, he has to. We're not going to kill this guy's uh, trade value by letting him hit or letting him pitch against the Yankees. But here's what I want to talk about: Clint Frazier. Um, here he is pictured with his lovely fiance. Uh, so happy. This is right as they, he got signed. They posted this on their Instagram. It made the New York Post, this this photo. So happy. I'm going to Chicago. <laughs> this is Danny's favorite photo, I swear. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just like his red hair. But he's <laughs> like, he's so he's so happy. They're moving to Chicago. Uh, you know, he, we, we think that, uh, you know, this guy's going to get a, a second chance. And he really just never does. He He literally got no chances. And yeah. the only time he had any sort of uh, quote-unquote extensive playing time, he played for like four days straight, and he hit like 600. He did something fucking crazy like that. Like he did nothing but kick ass for the three games that he got to play all together. And then after that, it's just, you know, popping him in here and there, and it it didn't work out as well. There was one four-game stretch in which he got four hits. So, I mean, that is the the extent of what he did. He raised his batting average because it's such a small sample size. But right. like, here's the thing: the I mean, but why? it was the only time he got actual, uh, like actual at bats. Like it was that May thirtieth, thirty first, June second, June third, June fourth, June fifth. 
it's, that was yeah, it, yeah. Where he came back from appendicitis. So, um, let me ask you, IFG, what did he, nobody thinks he got a fair shake, but what I want to ask you is, do you think it's because he kind of threw the Yankees under the bus like just a couple days ago that he's like rips them as the cookie cutter Yankees? Or do you think this is just a and they're like, you know what, this guy's a clown. He's not like he's not a good person for the clubhouse. Like we're, we're going to cut ties with them because they didn't give him a chance. I mean, there's so many other guys you could have sent down or I mean, why did why did they DFA Clint Frazier in? I don't have a good reason. Um, it, it wasn't a good choice. I, we're still staring at Jason Hayward getting serious at bats when somebody like Clint Frazier, who actually could be a contributor to the team beyond this year, uh, it's it's infuriating, frankly, that the team just continues to, I don't know, yeah, well, it's his real heads. Hits, you know what I mean? Uh, and I don't know uh, anything about the um, any comments that Clint made. I know that there was some, you know, that he wasn't terribly happy about, like, having to cut his hair when he went to the Yankees the first time. Uh, but, and... Yeah, I'm it's, not a fan of those rules yeah everybody's saying per- perplexing. They're joking. Steve says, uh, extend Hayward. I know that's a joke. Al- Alfredo says, Hayward needs the ABs because that's really what it comes down to is like, why are and Jason that, that is That is what David Ross said. He actually straight faced told reporters, we need to get Jason Hayward at bats. Like, that's why, like, we don't have Literally room. Literally, why? At this point, I want somebody to directly ask the question, why? Because... Because Ricketts is already paying him. Now, is this really yeah. what it is? Because... I mean, I mean that, you know Danny, that's 100%. That's 100% what it is. They, they're they paying him, um, and they're like, well, you better just play him, and let's see if we can work this out. It's got to be. There's no other reason. It's, I mean, yeah, it's, it's like the boss's nephew. He fucking sucks, but he's at work every day. And you're just like, ah, oh, you know, I've got three buddies who would be better than this guy if you just, you know, fire him and bring these guys in. And, you know, they're like, you nah, know I mean? even, you know, we're, we're keeping say, Jason going. Hayward, even just from the very beginning, his first season up, he showed a lot of promise and halfway through that second season with Atlanta. And we're just kind of waiting for him to find his way out of this. He's just been like, <laughs> he's been like, just a little slump since like, in the middle of his second year. A decade-long slump. <laughs> decade. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, it hasn't been that long. A man of much promise who never really – he just didn't fulfill the promise, I think, that people expected. I don't know. It's amazing. He was never that good. It, it's amazing how excited I get when I see that, like, his batting average goes up by, like, 15 points. And I'm like, oh, my God, here it is. Now we're never getting rid of him. That's that's the only thing that goes through my head. Anytime he does something good, I'm like, no, this is going to be the reason why he stays around for another year. Well, luckily he hasn't done that all weekend. So, yeah, well, he, I, actually he did, I guess, one thing. Well, yeah, he hit that home run and he had a double in that game. And, and, it, and because of him, actually, that game ends up going extra innings. Otherwise, we would have gotten shut out twice. So thanks a lot, well, Jason. But that's funny that you say that because it's because of him – because he hit the home run, and also because he got thrown out at home, <laughs> like both things, his fault, his fault, and and then uh, I like what Michael Cantor said. 
Patreon supporter Michael Cantor from uh, Cubs Insider. He said, I honestly, with all my heart, hope Clint Frazier signs with the Brewers or Cardinals and destroys the Cubs for the rest of his career. <laughs> DFAing the dude the weekend he was returning to Yankee Stadium. That makes Jed Hoyer, Carter Hawkins, and David Ross first class dicks and, and it really did i know they say it's not personal but it felt kind of personal like that's why i brought up like he made comments because he like ripped the yankees he's done it a couple times obviously that doesn't play well in new york but within hours he was dfa'd and it yeah, just makes were they, me think, were, they, were, were they afraid that it was bulletin board material for the yankees and that maybe the yankees might beat them up good thing that didn't happen <laughs> yeah exactly that, that'll really motivate him um yeah, it's just – it's a real head-scratcher, though, like why you would go – like if it is just the money, you're already – you're on the hook for the money anyway. Exactly. No matter what. It's just at this point, like if I see the lineup and I see Jason Hayward in there, I'm like, oh, this is unserious. And I don't and care very much about watching the game. There yeah. doesn't seem to be any reason to tank in MLB that much, you know what I mean? Because it's such a long haul for these young top draft picks to get into the league. Lyle, so, shout that shit from the fucking rooftops because yeah, so everybody like, has bought into this like we're going to just draft well and then somehow that's going to make things all better. No, but then if if that's the case, like you're still not making money now. And I got to say, as fans, watching Jason Hayward and them do this makes people less likely or excited to go to the games. Even if the kids aren't playing that well, when you put the young guys in, at least you're like, Okay, this guy, you know, like, there's hope. There's, like, maybe this guy will do something. Maybe he's going to find his way while he's up at the big club. Jason Hayward's not going to do anything that exciting. And when he does shit like that, you're just like, fuck, we're stuck with him for another two weeks. Yep, and, and you hear – and, and years. You know, when he, when he plays, he has a bad game. And you're like, well, this is a 5,000th bad game, and we fucking hate him. But when Clint Frazier has a bad game, it's like, well – you know, the kid's just, he's getting his feet under him. You know, like, you you don't have yeah, the same sort of this now. Role. You know, you see some hope in the future. It's, yeah. It, it, I, and, and even if you even if you could get him going a little bit and you could trade him away like you did at Jake Marisnik last year, you only got him on the one-year deal. He was under team control, though. And so, I mean, he wasn't knocking the cover off the ball. He was basically batting about the same as Jason Hayward, but he also had some uh, health problems, including an appendectomy. He was batting 216, 356 OBP, which I guarantee is better than Jason Hayward. But, I mean, we're <laughs> only talking 37 at-bats, 45 yeah. late appearances. Like, what are we – we don't even know what we're lo- looking at. He struck out 11 times to seven walks. Like, we don't know. He was hitting for no power at all. Um, you know, three doubles, no homers, no triples. I mean – but to, to say that, like, oh, well, that's too bad. It's a first-round draft pick that just isn't working out. Like, I think that's unfair. We did, We don't know. Yeah. But this is the kind of thing that happens all the time. I mean, right. we have no idea, and people don't give guys a shot. Look, Frank Schwindel and uh, Patrick Wisdom, they are not the saviors of this team. But they well, have come out and showed that they, they can play on a major league team, and they never the got a shot before. A, like, Uh-oh. I think, I think we might be dealing with some main right. internet out there. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Or, or some secondary internet. Yeah. Okay, so I'm not, like, the best, like, baseball brain or whatever. I am primarily here for the entertainment. You know what I mean? 
wait a second. Hold on. If you're here to be the entertainment, what the fuck am I doing? So, but like, I've been asking myself that for about seven years. And Patrick aren't, you know, they're not like your big, bright all star dudes. They're not like the big star players. But those dudes like had to come in and replace the World Series winning beloved team that we were literally all like crying our eyes out over. And I have a Patrick Wisdom bobblehead. I don't own anybody's bobblehead. I have Patrick Wisdom's because he's fun and enjoyable to watch. He's the rookie home run record holder for yeah. the Chicago Cubs. Better Dude, than Billy God. Williams. Future some, Hall of Famer. Patrick Wisdom. Fucking- you know, love I mean, on that name. I I you know, we got we got Frank the Tank over here who had to replace Anthony Rizzo, and he he has done a fantastic job of winning and, for the hearts of Cubs fans. Like and people that's, love that's, this guy, and that's my point. These guys are maybe not; they're not going to be. You know, they're not the the team savers that we are hoping. Uh, somebody might come up, but they have been definitely adequate baseball players to watch they play hard they're fun wisdom's a little frustrating uh you know for because he strikes out so much but every time he seems to hit the ball it fucking goes like out of the park or against the wall or some shit so it's it's there's there's excitement when he's up there yep until he strikes out right because he's gonna do something somewhat interesting if it happens but that's what i say these are guys that could have had a chance four or five years ago and they just couldn't because of where they were at or what they were doing. You know, they just, sure. you know, locked. Yeah. And, well, and you know, some... it's great that we get to see them have that moment. And I feel like just continually. And, and finally getting a paycheck. Somebody who, who isn't going, like, he's not going to get better. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, anytime he does something good, we're just waiting for the next time that he breaks three bats. Grounding it's, out the second base. It's just, it's, it, no, it's a, it's a total sunk cost, but it's also, but that's how Ricketts is viewing it. He's like, well, we already paid for it. Might as well get out there. We're not going to win this year. So just like keep sending them out there. They're like, the fans love them. And then now we got, but here's the other thing. It's like, what are they going to do? Because say a Suzuki. Now this is bad. This is a Bleacher Nation head, headline. Say a Suzuki's finger doesn't look great. Um, you're looking at, now you got Christopher Morell out there playing some center fields. Uh, what are you going to do with Hayward at that point? What are you going to do with that roster spot? You know, once uh, say a Suzuki actually comes off the IL. Okay, same same thing. The, honestly, wasn't it we're just in the a, same place? We got wasn't it just out. like a? It was like a finger jam, right? Yeah, isn't that what, what yeah, it was? Like it, yeah, the X-rays said that it wasn't broken, but it's not healing it, well. It seems like it's it's broken or or dislocated or something much more than a jam, you know. Well, it's not broken, but I mean, sometimes a sprain could be worse than uh than I mean, sometimes that can linger a little bit more a soft tissue yeah. or a ligament kind of thing. So, I mean, the hand is so many different muscles in there and tiny little bones. What what I'm afraid of is that we're going to find out eventually like, oh, we missed the break. Didn't that happen a couple years ago with somebody? They're like, oh, actually, his hand was broken the entire time. Wasn't there oh. something like that? I believe there was something. Brian's wrist or something? Yeah, they're like yeah, all of a sudden, like it was like been. Hammett bone or I forget. There was something about it, though. Boy, we've seen it before. Um, and then, so, so Suki, I mean, you wonder what's going to happen with that. We get, uh, 
I mean, new comeback. I don't know. These are just bullpen guys. I mean, I don't even want to talk about those guys. The main thing that's the real head scratcher that everybody's talking about is that Hayward versus, uh, you know, having um, – well, and DFAing Frazier. It just doesn't make any sense to anybody because yeah. now we're just now, – now he's going to be gone. Somebody's going to pick him up, I think. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, I think so too because why wouldn't you – why wouldn't you? Why, I mean, why, why, why didn't we? Well, I mean, <laughs> we did and then we didn't. You know what I mean? It's, it's like – I'm trying – I mean, it was, it was like Rob Zestrisny just kept getting called up. He got called up like four or five times one year, never pitched a fucking, didn't throw the ball one time in a game, just kept getting called up and set back down, called up, set back down. It's that kind of shit. It's like, well, we want it, and then, well, maybe we don't, and I don't know. It's like they they kind of fumble around. I don't, I don't know for sure if they know what they're doing all the time. It certainly seems that way right now. Now, here's something that um, even if we don't know what we're doing, we have we wield great power. And that is I wanted to go over our all star votes because all star voting is live. We talked about it on the uh, the Twitter spaces that we did the other night about what we might do. So uh, who's hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Turn it off. Turn it off. Before we start, before we see any of these things, I say so IFG, you did one. Right? Yes. Lyle has one or whatever. Yeah, Lyle's got one, but he's having tech issues. He's got no power. It doesn't matter. We got his picks. We got his here's, picks. Here's, before we see anybody's, and you know how you picked or whatever, I say we put a little bet on who has the most all-stars off of their ballot. Well, mine's a joke ballot. I want, now I want ah, to realize. Somebody shouldn't have done a I joke ballot. my heart, so... Yeah. <laughs> All right, I, I'll do a real ballot, and then we'll we'll come back. <laughs> oh, look, you see, I, I really wanted to get your joke about how great would it have been if it would have won. So whose is this? Is is this Lyle's or is this yours, this IFG? It's you? This okay. So uh, you want to explain your picks and go run down Not your picks even here? a little. But you want to – hold on. You have to explain Nico Horner to me. That's the one that I'm not sure about. Honestly, there just simply wasn't anybody else on the list I wanted more. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The popularity contest. So, you, so I, I mean, you, you want me to read them off here? Go so for first, it. So first base, you got Rizzo and Votto, which that's great. Um, oh, uh, you got Altuve and Jazz Chisholm. Is that just because of he's a snappy dresser and has, like, every everybody kerfuffled down in, in Miami? I, I really enjoy Jazz Chisholm. He is a lot of fun to watch. Uh, he has been hitting the ball really well this year. Uh, I am delighted to watch that guy play baseball. It's uh, possibly the best name in baseball right now. Yeah. It yes. is such a good name. And then you got Jose Altuve, even though he cheated. I, Eugenio am, a, Suarez. I am unapologetically a huge Jose Altuve fan. I enjoy seeing the Astros play pretty much any time they come up here. So She just likes baseball players that are the same height as her. <laughs> you got a- Eugenio Suarez, just to hear Pat Hughes say his name, and Manny Machado, not too shabby of a pick. So Manny Machado, Manny- he's seriously contending for MVP this year. He is doing so, so well. I'm very proud of him. Still wish he was a Cub. We got uh, Horner and Xander Bogarts, who's ne- who's going to be a Cub next year. We just found yes, out. Yes, he will. Yeah. We got Kier. <laughs> 
Kier, in the ALF field, you got uh, Kiermeyer, Julio Rodriguez, Mike Trout, um, and then you got Mookie Betts, Nick Castellanos, who is actually not having that good of a year this year. And then it's okay, it's fine. He's fun. He's Nick the Stick. Yeah, exactly. And then <laughs> Kyle Schwarber, who is also fun and dances well. And then um, any, anything to say about those guys? Uh, they like to hit baseballs really hard and far, and they're generally rather fun people. Tom Murphy at catcher from the Mariners, Willie Contreras for the Cubs, and um, I never even heard of Tom Murphy. Didn't he have a comedy show in the 80s? <laughs> right. <laughs> Sounds like that. Like, uh, And then uh, Shohei Otani, of course, and and our man, the man that the Sunrise Hinto Show is putting all the weight behind, Rafael Ortega. Good God. We love I mean, look. Vector. The... It, this is sad that my two biggest, uh, like, what the fuck is she doing? Is the two Cubs, Ortega <laughs> and <laughs> and Nico Order? Because I just don't get. I mean, I get it. Like, it's your favorite team. You're picking those guys. That's great. I totally you understand mine. that. But like, from a playing standpoint, I just you know. I, Wait till you see my. I will tell you that I did remove move somebody and replace him with Nico. And I just couldn't in good conscience vote for a brewer for the all-star ballot. So uh, see, that's more how I did mine. Yeah. Mine were more like who well, I couldn't vote. Well, for. let's, let's, let's rip on yours. Here's yours. Okay. You got, right, Rizzo I got and Alonzo. I got Anthony Rizzo, Pete Alonzo. Look, the, the Mets are a great team. They deserve to have guys on this all-star this year. They're, they're, actually playing really well. So, yes, I got Pete Alonzo, Anthony Rizzo. Anthony Rizzo having a not the best year, but a pretty good year. And I just I still love Anthony Rizzo. Yeah, he's hitting homers. Second base, Glaber Torres kind of kicked our ass this week. I was watching him uh, you know, in the highlights and just going through some of the games and I really do wish the Cubs did have this guy. That doesn't mean I wouldn't have made that trade back in the day because that was a required thing. But, you know, you, you look at him and you wish. Uh, Jeff McNeil, Mets, same thing. Like, he's having a good year. These guys are playing well, and you can't really go, you know, too far against that. When the Cubs went to the World Series, right, when they are having a great year, they had, like, fucking eight guys in the All-Star game. Uh, third base, Jose Ramirez. I don't really know that much about him other than he's got like a 1032 OPS up to this point in the year, which I, it, it, that seems pretty good. Yeah. He, he, was, like, <laughs> he was player of the week the other, the other week, I think too. So he yeah. was a real hot. Yeah. And then third base, Cabrian Hayes. I figured the, the pirates might not get anybody in this, but if they do get somebody, let's, let's make it Cabrian Hayes. Pity I, I like the kid, you know, uh, Xander Bogarts shortstop because we talked about this the other, you know, last week who we want the Cubs to go after. And it really was, I really kind of felt like I wanted to go for Javi Baez, even though he's not playing well. But then I was like, no, no, no. Let me vote for the guy who we want next year rather than the guy we had last year. So Xander Bogarts and then, uh, Francisco Lindor Mets again, I, I went Mets heavy. 
then we go uh, outfield. Luis Robert, Mike Trout, and Taylor Ward. I honestly don't know much about the outfielders in the fucking AL, but Taylor Ward and Mike Trout have great numbers, and Luis Robert seems to just kick the living hell out of the Cubs every time we see him, so I went there. And then the outfield, Ian Happ, Jock Peterson, and Juan Soto. Jock, unbeknownst to me, seems to be having a good year out there in San Francisco. Yeah, so, thir- 13 dogs on the year, batting uh, 897 OPS. Yeah, he's doing okay. Yeah, Juan Soto is great up-and-comer. I love that kid, and, and he's you know should be one of the faces of MLB going forward. And then Ian Happ was honestly probably my hardest pick, but I was looking around like, there really wasn't anybody that I felt deserved it more than Hap. Like, I wasn't like, oh, it's Cubs, it's Hap, I'm picking him. I had to look through him and be like, well, okay, I guess I'm I'm settling on this guy. Catcher, Tom Murphy, I'm with uh, IFG on this, and Wilson Contreras, of course. And the designated hitter is not a real position, so we do not pick real. Uh, we do not pick fake positions just for any reason. You just did There's, vote. Nobody you know, plays. That's how, you know, that's how desi- Hillary The lost. only designated hitter you in the, in the league. Shohei Otani by omission. The only designated hitter in the league is Albert Pujols. And I'm not fucking voting for Albert Pujols to be in the All-Star game. That's why that's you should my, vote for Ortega. We've decided this already. You're supposed <sighs> to be uniting behind Arbalita. Yeah, Michael's just off on his own. Well, we'll do Lyles real quick. Um, he sent this. Uh, he's got Ty France, Paul Goldschmidt. What a jerk. Paul Altu- Goldschmidt is fucking good. And I I honestly, the only reason I didn't vote for Paul Goldschmidt is because he wears uh, yeah. that STL on his head. So Lyles got Altuve. He didn't pick the anybody. The National League is going to have some trouble. They're missing a couple infields. Yeah, he also didn't vote for everybody. Uh, Jose Ramirez and Manny Machado. Tim Anderson at short. No pick for a shortstop for the National League. Uh, Benintendi, Judge, and Trout. I, yeah, Judge. I'm surprised nobody but Lyle did Judge. And Lyle's a, a freaking Red Sox fan. Like, what's he doing voting for a Yankee? And then Acuna, Schwarber, and Juan Soto in the outfield for the National League. Alejandro Kirk who I don't know anything about, and Willie Contreras, and then William Contreras, Willie's brother at DH, for the um, Atlanta Braves, and then Jordan he, Alvarez. He is, he is ripping it up down there really for, the, uh, for the Braves. Yeah, it's awesome to see. Um, and then here's my picks. i got to scroll back and find where I have them here. Um, where are mine? After this weekend, Danny just picked all the Yankees. I lost it Uh, Oh here we go Here's my picks Okay Got Anthony Rizzo Ex-Cub And current Cub Frank Schwindel At first base There we go Glaber Torres Ex-Cub Farmhand And current Cub Nick Madrigal Even though he's IL It's it's insane to pick Nick Madrigal Regardless of what (laughs) uniform he wears Ex-Cub Jamer Candelario (laughs) At third base And current Cub Patrick Wisdom At third base The home run king Javier Baez at short Just because I love everything That Javi will ever do And Nico Horner Our shortstop Eloy Jimenez I would pick Javier Baez Over Nico Horner Every day Twice on Sundays Ian Happ, current Cub, Christian Pash, 
I only picked him because he was batting under 200 and I want the AL to lose. So they have to have some bad <laughs> player in their lineup. And then uh, Jason Hayward, uh, he's actually yeah, – Pasha's batting less than Hayward. Eli White, never heard of him. He's on the team. I just wanted to make him feel good with a vote. Say a Suzuki and his little hurt finger, of course, because he's a Cub. Wilson Contreras, because he's a Cub. Robert Cinchirinos, ex-Cub at catcher for the representative Wow, that's Orioles. deep cuts for Cinchirinos. Shohei Otani, of course, at DH. And our man on, the, on a mission to get Rafael Ortega to take – who holds his place as DH? So far, I mean, I'm thinking uh, this is a two two horse race. It's it's IFG and me because fucking. Nah, I get another one. Lyle Lyle skipped like three players. Danny picked every cub he could possibly come <laughs> up with in any way. Yeah, I did. I'm I'm, I'm a homer. What can I say? Um, <laughs> and and I'm going to end up losing because of Shohei Otani. Because she actually picked somebody for the fake position. Yeah. yeah. So basically, unless they make him the starting pitcher and don't let him be the DH, and then I win. Could happen. All right. We're going to take a quick commercial break and then we'll be right back and we're going to talk about some of these horrible games that the Cubs just Hold, hold on. Dominic Gallardo says perfect all star ballot, Danny Rock. I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. I, I nailed it just like I nailed 18 my 18 out of 18. Yeah, just like I nailed my March Madness bracket. Same thing. All right, we're going to be right back. All over Chicagoland, there are thirsty, frazzled, overworked Cubs podcasters who are struggling to survive one more baseball season in the dog-eat-dog world of unpaid content creation. But it doesn't have to be this way. You can make a difference. Become a super ranter at patreon.com slash sunranto, where your support ensures that poor, sad, pathetic, ugly, loser Cubs podcasters can pay for tickets and beer, and in turn, line the pockets of the baseball agark Ricketts family. Just $1 a month can buy a scorecard. $5 a month can pay for guitar strings to write a Cubs song. And $10 a month almost buys one beer at Wrigley Field. Cubs content creators are the lowest pieces of pond scum garbage that slither over the face of this planet. But super ranters help them get drunk and screw off at baseball games. What do you get out of it? The Sun Ranto Show, delivered to your podcatcher without stupid advertisements like the one you're seeing and hearing right now. Plus, at other Super Rancher levels, you can get Cubs music, access to private Sun Ranto pages, the Ranter calendar, and special thanks and Ranter recognition in our live broadcasts, plus eligibility for monthly prizes. What does Sun Ranto get out of it? Your money. For tickets and beer. Go to patreon.com slash sunranto. That's patreon.com slash sunranto. And become a super ranter today. Hey, Danny. Hold on. Oh, is that 2016 champagne? Yeah, let's drink it. No, this is not. If, I, I didn't know that, that 2016 champagne, that I actually could have gotten real money for those bottles. I actually I gave it all away. I gave I paid like 10 bucks a bottle for this stuff, and I was like, hey, have a bottle, have a bottle. People are paying $200 a bottle for that shit right now. Oh. No, I'm just drinking regular champagne. It's the Red Snapper, the Prosecco. <laughs> the Big Red champagne. Snapper, I'm sure. 
That's the top of the line there. Uh, uh, so, but no, wait, what are you going to say? So I just had a great idea because of the Patreon commercial. Um, here, here we go. Every Patreon, right? The 112 Patreon people that we have fill out and then screenshot your all-star ballot. Whoever gets send it to Michael to keep track of. (laughs) Yeah, you can you can send it to me, Michael.cotton at protonmail.com. I will put that in the I'll put it in the the links here and we'll put it on the, the page later. We are going to give whoever gets the most players into the all-star game from your ballot we will give you a prize it's going to be something fairly good uh not you i know, got it's, something i got it's something. not going to be a postcard but we got something good for you it's going to be this book and a david ross bobblehead ah look at that you get, you get the david ross bobblehead this is this is the prize you get the david ross bobblehead and you get the book but that is an excellent prize package right there but yeah, I, I'm making this up as I go along, but check this out. It is actually signed. This book is signed by uh, Don Yeager, who is the <laughs> is not David Ross signed. You have to do that yourself. Don Yeager signed it, though, so it's a, it's a great price. Somebody gave it to me, and uh, I never read it. So, I must. so okay. So if you want to be in this, if you're not one of those 112 Patreon people. You need to get in this, okay? Brand new people need to be in at least at $5, though, because we need $5 for this, not the $1 level, because you're going to get in for $1, do the contest, and jump the fuck back out. We know you. We know what you're doing. Well, Dominic doesn't care. He says, I already have all those prizes, <laughs> so he, he could give a crap. Dominic's going to win. So, He's going to uh, get two more. So after playing nine games in a week – with two double headers. The Cubs then played four games the following week and they lost them all badly, except for, well, one of them heartbreakingly and the other one's badly. The first game, uh, now you got some poems for us, Michael. Um, of course it, I do. You, you and I have them. I can bring them up too. You got it. All right. So I'm, I'm going to play you some. All right. Are we doing the Orioles game first? Yeah. Okay, well, I didn't know there's only four games to talk about, so. Okay, let's do it. All right, here we go. Everyone needs to understand, too, I have not seen this poem for about six days. (laughs) Here we go. Cubs poem 56, Chicago 3, Baltimore 9. Soggy game in Baltimore. O's hit, balls more. In expanded Camden yards, we were told homers are hard. Lead off Jack from Chris Morell. O's back to back off Keegan as well. This land is Wilson's land. Arbitration be damned. Eight dongs over the wall. Where is the dead ball? Where is the dead ball? Yeah, it, yeah. It's- the dead, the dead ball disappeared. This this whole week, I don't know where the fuck it was because um, I mean yeah. <laughs> the other team might have been throwing them, but to us only. <laughs> um, yeah, this this was exactly what uh, Heather uh, said was going to happen. She was pretty positive about her team and the mm-hmm. Orioles, and that they had some young sluggers 
that she thought, and she also thought because of the muggy weather that there would be quite a bit of uh, home run uh, offense. And boy, was there uh, Mullins, Mancini, Mateo, Hayes, Urias all hit home runs off of Cubs pitching. Keegan Thompson gave up seven earned runs in only three innings. Didn't even get out of the first today after getting lit up again. I mean, Keegan Thompson pitched two of these four games this week. He got lit up in both of them. We were winning this game after the beginning of the first inning. Uh, Morel support went out there, gave us the lead, and then it all fell apart. So, okay. And that's honestly, that's really the only story here in this game and the game coming up with him is are we worried about Keegan Thompson now? Like he's been having a pretty good start to the season. We were feeling good about him. I mean, I know a hey, pitcher wins, but he's six and one, you know, going into this game or, or actually this game was the one like he's pitching well and we're feeling good about him. And then he just gets lit the hell up in this game. And then even more so in the game we just saw today. Yeah, gave up five runs, three earned, three walks, no Ks, doesn't even get out of the first. Josh uh, Oberheide says the yips. The yips, yeah. What do you what do you uh what do you see in IFG? I I'll admit I had I didn't watch the game today. Uh, um, <laughs> you, I, well you see that he sucked. <laughs> I yes. Uh I can't say that I saw why. Uh, um Gave up a lot of hits. <laughs> Just kept giving up hits. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know why either. Like, you know how they, they're going to come back in a couple of days and they'll be like, oh, he was tipping his pitches and he's doing this one thing and he'll miss a start and they'll figure it out and they'll come back. And, you know, we'll we'll hear what happened about it later. I, I don't know if anybody out there, like besides Josh says the yips is what he, what he has, um, you know, I mean – I, I don't think it's that. I mean, I just don't think Keegan Thompson was supposed to be this exposed. I mean, he, yeah, he's, he's like taking more innings than anybody. Right. I, you know, somebody was like, you know, well, well you uh, know, at what point should we worry about Keegan? And I'm like, you know, maybe when he's old enough to grow a mustache, like he's, he's very young. Give him a minute. It's, you know, these young pitchers, they're going to get lit up once in a while. He's give him some time. I, I'm not worried. He's you know. he's not that young. That's the thing. It's like he's twenty seven. So it's like not. He's not. I mean, he's he's not. I mean, he's not old like at all. But he's only in his second year at age twenty seven. He spent a lot of time in the minor leagues before he finally got a, a, a shot. And if this team was anywhere near trying, he wouldn't even be on it. But you they're know? not. Oh, trying. everybody's bringing so... out their cats now. He came in. You know? He came in a second ago. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. IFG, you're, you're pretty crackly. Your, your microphone is crackly. Just thought I'd just, yep. I don't know what's going on, but I, I would suggest going out and coming back in and maybe it'll be less crackly. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know like what to, to, uh, to say. Well, about- I mean, you're saying he's exposed. That is, that is definitely possible. It could, I mean, we didn't think the Orioles were like this great team, but, as Heather said, they were coming on stronger and maybe they are a much better team than we thought. And maybe this is where he's at with actually really good hitters or, you know, maybe 
he has shown something that they know now what to look for. You know, maybe he's, he's just missing something, showing something that he doesn't realize. Well, I'm looking at it right now. And it's just like, when you look at the innings pitched, Kyle Hendricks is number one, 58.2 innings pitched. Keegan Thompson, your long man, quote unquote, is number two at this point. Because he had such a great start to the year, he still has a 367 earned run average. But I think the peripherals are different than that. I think we've been playing with kind of the house's money so far. And, you know, some of that stuff, like, you know, like the pitcher wins, for example. Yeah, that's that's that was, what I was saying. I mean, I, I immediately said pitcher wins. But, but I mean, they, they aren't 100% useless. They're... The fact that he was in there means he was pitching well enough for this team to win, and we all know that this team is not very good. So but what he I'm must saying have is, do you good. win or lose, success or no success, it, he's got this. Isn't it a problem that he's taken the second most innings pitched on the team thus far this year? What? That's what I have a problem. Oh, with. that's what you're asking. Um, Exposed. Yeah, Danny, yeah, every position's someone. a problem. <laughs> every position, they don't know who's going to play it every game. Yeah. Uh, we just simply don't have starting pitchers, and someone has to throw the baseballs. So Miley's been on the shelf again. Now you got Stroh on the shelf. They yep. skipped a Hendricks start. None of these guys are lasting very long into games. Hendricks had like maybe a couple starts where he did, and then that's been it. And he's and blown up, that poor boy. Well, wasn't it Thompson going seven or Schwarmer with six a couple of times? And Thompson, I think, went mm-hmm. seven one time and six a couple. Well, we'll, we'll get to Schwarmer because, like, but talk about but borrowed it's time. Like the, only the young guys can actually go that long, oddly. Like, of Not all anymore. the people that you wouldn't necessarily trust to see the third time through an order, David Ross like, yeah, go go ahead. Just just they let got, him go. I think it's what IFG just said. They, what choice do they have? Yeah, someone has to be there throwing baseballs. Well, I... I'm not arguing against that. Like, what yeah. choice do they have? It's just odd that it's like those are the guys that he lets pitch into the deeper into the games rather than the veterans who you would hope would be better at figuring that out. Yeah, like Vasky writes in, they left that swarmer kid yeah. in the meat let's, grinder. Yeah, because yeah, they let's got Let's move no on to the, to the Yankees series here. Well, okay, well, let me just because give you – Yankee stat. Here, here's oh. here's the Cubs games against the Yankees all time, not including uh, the World Series, which didn't happen. Where did United where States. did you find this? I was looking for this goddamn stat. I looked all yeah, over there. Game I, finder. I, so Cubs are four and fourteen against the Yankees. They have never won a game at Yankee Stadium, even if you include the World Series, and. Um, yeah, that's just a horrible stat. I mean, they're just really bad in New York, and um, they even played the first two games at New Yankee Stadium as um, the uh, exhibition games, and they lost both of those. I know. I was there. I saw them <laughs> with my own eyes. And, uh, boy. They did not lose uh, gracefully either. Yeah. Uh, so this first game, uh, it was just amazingly uh, – I mean, this those whole series – 
Cubs you want me to do the poem? You yeah, want me to start? I just want to say something more about the series. The Cubs today, This Jesse Rogers tweeted this out today. The Cubs are now hitless in their last 45 at-bats with runners in scoring position from Elias. That's the longest streak by any team in the last 40 years. The most consecutive hitless at-bats with runners in scoring position. Cubs 45 uh, this year. The Giants were the last ones to do it with 43 hitless runners in scoring position at-bats in 1996. That's, I mean, they did it. Jay Hay hit a home run. There were other ways that the runs got scored, but it wasn't with hits. Um, yeah, so game one, go ahead. Uh, do you, you want – I guess yeah. you get the music, yeah. All right, how about how about this one? Oh, my God. Okay. Umps were shit. Hard to get hits. No difference between – Strikes and balls, it seems. First AB for Rizzo. HBP spells hello. The Miley back to Illinois. Jay Hay Oppo. Oh boy. Two Blands kill. No joy in Wrigleyville. Manfred Manis soft. Yankees walk it off. Yeah, that, this game was uh, fun until it wasn't. <laughs> I, mean, it, I honestly don't know how fun it was the whole game. Like this, I did see some of this, and then I was off, and then I was back. And the two blands, the 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 Jay Hay running from third. Okay, we have actually seen this before. We actually saw it with uh, Patrick Wisdom against the Cardinals just the other day, who the fuck is sending these guys from third on these, like these hot shots to third base that are easily thrown to the catcher to stop this. Why are they sending them? They don't really have a chance. Anybody? I I think they're just trying to be aggressive. I think that they're trying to put pressure on the defense and that, that if they're, they know that they're a crappy team, that if they don't try to score the run, that they, there's a good chance it might not score at all. And they won't ever get a chance to do it again because this is what we used to watch bad teams do to us all the time. Like the Reds, they used to but come the, in and uh-huh. have these bullshit little hits and they would run and run and run and we would be like, what are they doing? And then they would win. We're yeah. not winning, but other teams have done it to us a million times, and we're just not doing it well. Uh, they run into oh, outs. I agree. They could have won this but, game. Look, but listen, they, there is a way to do that that they're not doing, right? Yeah. You don't just balls out, just head off as soon as the ball's hit. You wait. You get your lead. You wait. For the no. guy to commit to throwing the first, and then you try and do it so that they at least have to make two. Do you think Javi's on this team still? You don't wait. I mean, you just go. You they have no choice. They're not that good. They have to just go and hope that they throw the ball away. That is the but, only but way. they don't do that yeah. anywhere else on the field. These motherfuckers are out there running from first and second, looking all over the place. Their, their heads are all over like, where's the ball? What are you doing? And they're running slow as shit. But then for some reason, when they're running home, they're like, fuck it. I guess I just go. <laughs> Come yeah, on. man, it's bad baseball player strategy. It's what you do. You count on 
the chaos factor. Yeah. You try for it and hope somebody screws up because there are so many things that could go wrong in that situation. It's almost worth it to try. But, but I'm it's saying like we're good. Uh, but yeah, I'm well but go. I'm saying all you got to do you wait for the guy to commit to go into first and then you go. Now, do you run into a double play that way? Maybe. But see, Michael, your way makes double plays. <laughs> right. See, like that's my rule. If you're gonna get out, get only yourself out. Yeah. That's... At least the guy at first will be safe. You still, you. <laughs> I think you have a better chance. Steve Lozano says there's aggressive and there's dumb, and the Cubs are aggressively dumb. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. You could be somewhat smarter about it and try to make them work harder to get the to put that pressure on them, rather than giving them the easiest possible play. Like, yeah. that's but, not what they're doing. I get what you're saying, IFG. That's not necessarily that hard to play. It's because because they were obviously preparing for it. Like, they were ready. Like, they didn't even look at first base. Well, I'll tell you this much. I knew after uh, this game, after it went 13, which was exciting. I wanted it to go 100 innings. I, I, I turned it off after nine, by the way. Yeah, well, that's well. You missed a hell of a. You, you I missed, missed a lot of ineptitude. It's actually exciting, Michael. But, you're wait, wrong does about that it. count? Does it, that count in the forty-five runners in scoring position? Uh, yeah. It's oh awesome. well, then I guess yeah. we're three less. We're at forty-two. We yeah. still have another to go because that's not real baseball, people. Well, here's here's what here's the real baseball that got played. Miley, do you have to go thirteen innings, and your starter only went three? So your bullpen's got to take 10 in the first game of the series against the number one team in baseball. You knew after you then have to pitch Daniel Norris, Efros, Martin, Givens, Robertson, Wick for two, Hughes for two, straight up from uh, the from Iowa, and then Mills finally lost it after we didn't mention Mills pitched in the actually pretty well in the game against the Orioles, came back up. I guess he'll probably have to be a part of this rotation by default at this point. Um, but but uh, he, he's not he stretched out enough, I don't think, to well, he do pitched it, five. He? I think he is. He pitched five innings on in the game that Keegan Thompson only pitched three. Yeah. By, by the way, Rich Blomquist uh, puts in chat, Thompson has gone 5-5, five, 5.13 five, 5. in one inning. So I guess I was wrong about that. I I thought he went longer, but I guess. No, no. He's like just a long man. So, um, so yeah, I knew we were screwed after this, and we were. It just got worse and worse. Game two, we got shut out, eight nothing, and it it pretty much went terrible. Only five hits. Gomes came back from the IL, did pretty well. Schwindel, you gotta love. He's that's he's a hometown boy, Livingston, New Jersey. He had a lot of friends in the in the crowd. He got two hits for him. So like, if you're looking for tiny little nice things that happened to us. Uh, that's one of them. Do you and, want the Do you want the poem? For yeah, this I do. One? I just want to go over the game real quick. And All right. Swarmer was made to wear it. Finally, the blooms off the rose with this guy gave up the six runs, only struck out four, no walks though. I, but I actually he, solo shots, six home runs he gave up. He was, <laughs> which is like the first since 1932, right? Aaron Judge had two of them. Yeah, which is ridiculous. Um, so yeah, did, we we can do but, a poem, I guess. There's but only- that the whole the whole Schwarmer thing about getting hung out there to dry was an effect of the game before. Before there, you know, like if that hadn't happened, if Miley goes 
say five innings or whatever. I think they pull Swarmer out of there earlier and he doesn't have that happen to him and he could just never get it back on track. I honestly, I hope it doesn't hurt his confidence. It could possibly be, I don't know. He's, he, he has a lot of footage now of what he did wrong <laughs> that maybe he can look at and figure he has, out. He has one freaking pitch. This is not yeah. going to play. Every time he threw a fastball, it got hit over the wall. Period. End of story. He does not belong in the big leagues. Like, there's no, like, well, maybe I'll figure it out. No. He's, he's never going to be a good major league pitcher. He will be a, an arm who you can call on, like Jen Ho Tseng. <laughs> yeah. right, maybe. He, he's already – he has already had a better career than Jen Ho Sang with the Cubs. All right, let's here, – here's my my poem for this one. Can't win if you don't score. Swarmer got to wear it. Six solos, then the pen, two more. Cubs fans, hard to bear it. Rossi's lineups are such a bore. Risp? Cubs don't share hits. I was working real hard on that last rhyme. It, I don't know it worked. <laughs> <laughs> well, you li- at least you tried. It would have. Like- it would have been much better if I would have had better. Like if it was part of a song and there was good music behind it, then nobody would even notice that shitty rhyme. Dominic said it looked like Swarmer was physically shaking on the mound visit. I, I mean. Just, I mean, there's a lot of adrenaline. Yankee Stadium, you know, just out there. And then you're just giving up six home runs. Like, you know you're getting bobs. Like, well, it's again, just not good. He, this was the surprise that we got when we were doing the, when we were doing the uh, Twitter spaces. And we were talking. And it was Stroman. Well, no, at the time it was Hendricks. And then it was. Thompson and because Stroman didn't pitch we thought oh that'll just push everybody back one day it made sense and then all of a sudden we find out Miley's coming back and gonna pitch and then they're gonna throw Swarmer in there that didn't even make sense like it seriously looked like the front office saw this Yankees team and was like nah we're not putting our good pitchers out there it's it's too detrimental to those guys. So we're going to put these other guys out there and just let them get shelled the whole time. And then, you know, even that, the, the, to be determined, the, to be announced, whatever, that could have been Kyle Hendricks. I mean, no, they, then they go with Keegan Thompson. They put out maybe the three worst options for this weekend. And it's, kind of sad for those pitchers that they that they got this put on them like this. Yeah. It was even sadder for the fans who had to watch this crap. <laughs> well, not the Yankees fans. They were happy as shit. Yeah. They they were watching like that was that was better than like one round of the uh home run derby. So then uh I mean we I don't even want to get into this, but look at game three. Cubs lose eighteen to four. They get out hit seventeen to eleven, um, just a total shit show. Um, it was the game was over by the. My sister was at this game actually with her wife and got to uh, actually have a terrible view of it from way up in the upper deck. And um, 
It was eight to one. Actually, Cubs were winning this one again after a half home run, and then uh, before you knew it, it was, t- it was ten to one after three, and then there was just no. Uh, I mean, what else can I say? Uh, freaking Frank Schwindel pitched. <laughs> I mean, I, it's just not good. Oh, Newcomb new came Frank, back to that give up Frank five. Schwindel. Ephus pitch. <laughs> <laughs> just like that big looping thirty-five mile per hour, that got just tagged. Yeah, that was amazing. Lobbed over like by an eight-year-old. Yeah, it is. I'm over you it. Know, I have seen. I'm gonna boo it from now on. I, I have seen Ephus pitches that that do that kind of arc thing that guys cannot handle. <laughs> that did not happen today. He handled it and then some. I'm personally over it. Like the whole charming, oh, it's the first baseman pitching and stuff. This has happening way too much. And it's just like you look at it and you're like, really? You're always saving the bullpen because you're always getting your ass kicked. Like I'm over it. Like the novelty. Yeah, a position player pitcher is a delightful when rare experience. Yeah. Yeah. In this game was exactly the type of game that it should happen in, though. You know, you had the the destruction of the bullpen in game one. You had the loss in game two, whatever, but, you know, still you're trying to recover from that first game, and you're down by, what, 14 runs? That is the game that you use this. It makes sense sure. in that, but we're all yeah, fucking I just, tired I of it. I don't first baseman to regularly carry an ERA. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right, We're, and that's the thing. It's it's just happened so much. We're all tired of it. Like it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, and that's that, that's what I'm saying. I'm over it. I'm not. Do you saying- think Rizzo went over there and he's like, I got a zero ERA, asshole. But I but I did want to <laughs> I did want to say this though, uh, Michael. Th- did you know that uh, somebody's trying to steal your thunder? It's, uh, Rich Rich is actually watching. He posted this in the Sunranto Ranters page. He says, "Not attempting to take any shine from Michael, just trying to stay smiling during this Cub shit show series." And he had a little poem himself. He said, "I love this." Said the Bronx, it was to the pinstripes' delight. Thompson blown up from balls high in flight. Norris pitching bad like a big old cad. Carpenter's porn stash was all full of smash. Hayward reached a bag by beating out a tag. Morell swinging hard, but nothing going yard. Half the only cub taking Yankees cross his lap. Position player Frank pitching again. For God's sake, Jed, start using your head. I like it. Nice job, I'm, Rich. I'm, I'm down with it. I, didn't I, know. I, think it's, I think those are good. And, you know, if other people want to do it, do it. Jump in. It's fun. Uh I didn't know Matt Carpenter was a Yankee, and uh, then he was. And Until he was you saw that that uh, Hernandez mustache popping up every seven every... RBIs today against. Okay, us. well let me let me drop my poem then. No music on this one, Danny. Okay, no music. All right, no music on this one. It's a Yankee double Rooney. Cubs got hit until they died. A real big mess of our Uncle Tom. All we can do is just cry. It's a Yankee double Rooney. Ross's lineup just went dry. A real bad start for Keegan Thompson. And all we can do is just cry. Oh, no, man. You, you said. That was almost God, a good singer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know what to. You got to throw this whole game in the garbage. You got to throw the whole series <laughs> it, in the garbage. Throw in the garbage with that song, right? Yeah, I mean, Matt. When any any game when Matt Carpenter is hitting two home runs against you, just brings back too many painful memories of the past. And then for it to happen in the third game of uh, of a just horrible series, and ah, oh, what a shit hole! What a shit show! <laughs> David Elliott. Is that supposed to be the tune of Yankee Doodle Dandy? Yeah, we weren't yes. sure either, David. He was trying. Yeah, it was. It <laughs> was, was, it was Michael Cotton's best attempt at it anyway. So uh, we're going to take another quick commercial break for uh, StubHub and Amazon. And then I found <laughs> out that I accidentally uh, won the Amazon prize of the Bleacher Bum Band shot glasses last time. It was actually <laughs> my purchase. Wait, that was the, your purchase was and you didn't purchase. recognize it? I didn't recognize it because it was just an iPhone case and I forgot. It was like at the beginning of the month. I forgot I got a new case because my other one broke. Anyway, I won <laughs> accidentally. And so we're gonna, <laughs> accidentally, my we're ass. Gonna, well, we're going to do it again. We're going to do another. Uh, we're going to do choose a Patriot or a um, Amazon winner for the month of June. But you got to watch this uh uh, for the month of May, but we you gotta you gotta watch this commercial first. The Sun Ranto Show is always brought to you by all of our Patreon subscribers, who we call the Super Ranters. Uh, who are the Super Ranters? Well, Super Ranters they have their own RSS feed, and they get the show early and ad free delivered to their inbox or podcatcher. They get bonus content. Uh, for example, like the recording of our ColorCast conversations. Uh, they get exclusive access to the Sun Ranto Super Ranters Facebook page and our private Discord channel, uh, which we've been using a fair amount this season. Our Patreon patrons are also eligible for all our Sun Ranto contests, like the Super Ranter of the Month and uh, Sun Ranto Scavenger Hunts, which we'll get to later on in the year once the weather finally gets better. Um, there's... Perks at every level. $5 Super Ranters get to hear all the Cubs parody songs before the rest of the world. $10 Super Ranters are recognized by name at the end of our shows and have access to our Cubs uh, daily shows, which are are called Sun Ranto Singles. Uh, at $12, you get the Ranter calendar every year. And... Uh, you can even place an advertisement about anything you want at some of the higher levels. So uh, the most important thing is we like to give back to our community here in Chicago. So 10% of all of our Patreon money goes directly to the Lost Boys Baseball Club, which uses baseball to help decrease violence and improve the social conditions for young people in Chicago. It is one of Sunranto's main missions to serve our community here. Here's the thing. It costs a lot of money and time for us to produce a great Cubs fan show and, frankly, a penny a download from our podcast advertisers like gambling syndicates and dick pill companies. It's just not enough to keep Sunranto on the air. We have hosting fees, streaming fees, equipment, tickets, batteries, guitar strings. Well, it all just adds up. So become a super ranter at patreon.com slash sunranto and become a part of our Patreon family for the 2022 season and beyond. Help us produce the Sunranto show. You know, if you would buy each of us a $12 beer at Wrigley just for doing the Sunranto show, then join at the $3 level. That's 3 bucks a month. We each get a beer at Wrigley a year. Patreon.com slash Sunranto is where you sign up. That's Patreon.com slash Sunranto, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash S-O-N-R-A-N-T-O. Subscribe today and you'll never have to hear me ask you to become a Patreon patron again because the show will be ad-free. Stop making me waste your time. Sign up for as little as a dollar a month. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. Please join us today. The Sunranto Show is brought to you by Sports Drink. 
your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and hate your favorite team. So a rising tide lifts all boats. So go check them out online or on social media. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in sports drink. That's spelled like sports drink but without vowels. S-P-R-T-S-D-R-N-K. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying to not let the funk out. This is a Cubs fan buying tickets from the Cubs. And this is a Cubs fan buying tickets through the StubHub link at sunranto.com slash StubHub, knowing that 4% of their ticket purchase will go to the Sunranto show instead of into the pockets of rich corporate douchebags. Buy all your tickets through sunranto.com slash StubHub. Don't worry, it won't cost you a single penny extra. It don't stink to click our link. This is an Amazon shopper buying things from Amazon. And this is an Amazon shopper buying things through the links at sunrancho.com slash Amazon, knowing that up to 10% of their purchase will go to the Sunranto show instead of that cocksucker Jeff Bezos, who will just use the money to go to space. Plus, if you buy all your Amazon items through sunrancho.com slash Amazon, you could win a monthly prize. sunrancho.com slash StubHub and sunrancho.com slash Amazon. Two great ways to support the Sunranto show while sticking it to evil corporations who suck and it won't cost you a single penny it don't stink to click our link please do click our links at sunranto.com slash stubhub and amazon but i'm going to pick right now i'm going to share my screen here we're going to pick a random winner this is one through 43 hopefully i won't win again um, and if we do, I'll spin again. So uh, here we go. Round and round she goes, and where she stops, only the wheel of death knows. The winner is number nine, number nine, number nine, number nine, number nine. nine, nine, number nine and, uh, yeah, uh, did, did I have that? Nine times. Um, yeah, so number nine, I have the corresponding item. Uh, that would be, let's see, that is the, the whoever bought the Rubbermaid refrigerator freezer cooler fridge. Number nine, if you are the purchaser, please contact me at sunranto at gmail.com and claim your bleacher bump and shot glasses because you just won. And as always, hashtag chance in the chat, and you could win a Frank Chance postcard sent to you by me. Hey. Hey, Danny, uh, you're going to have to help me out with this. Pincus says, uh, I need to visit Mr. Appleton from Damn Yankees to learn how to sing. Mm-hmm. I I am not aware. It's and I know devil. this is. It's the devil. You have to do a deal with the devil to learn how to sing is what he said. Oh, okay. You know what? <laughs> you're not you're not shitting. But by the way, I have I am following 665 people on Twitter. The next person I follow is the devil so we'll see yeah. if you want to if you want to like nominate the people i should follow for that feel free to hit me up on twitter i got a few people you can at follow cubes fanatic tell me follow tell the, me why they the, are the devil follow uh that guy josh from uh socks machine who stole my weather man bit i think i'm already following him oh yeah it's possible well, watch out he'll block he's, you if you say something 
Um, Actually, we're really good friends, Danny. We talk about you all the time. It's fucking good. Up. Good. <laughs> uh, so, um, just a little bit of news you can use. You can hear on uh, me and Sarah Sanchez's show, Cup of Cubby Blue, us bitching about the problems that are currently going on at StubHub. Uh, the whole site is messed up. There's like, I don't know, tickets are disappearing. People aren't getting paid from them. People that have bought tickets aren't getting tickets delivered to them. It is a giant mess. It is a huge mess. And we are StubHub. Uh, we, we, we promote StubHub. because We have a, a, an affiliate link. So I thought I would go through some of the other services that you could use uh, and see what else you might be interested in using. Um, uh, now, here's the thing, though. StubHub's still the cheapest, even with all their problems. Now, I don't know if you'll get your tickets, like I just was saying, like, <laughs> you know, uh, you might not, you might buy a, gr- a great deal and you'll never get your ticket, but, you know, maybe the Cubs will let you in or not. I don't know. You're, you're, you're playing roulette at the, uh, you know, you're playing roulette with the low stakes. You know, you can pay the higher stakes and you're playing blackjack and you got a little bit better chance. So let me just give you some uh, some information on this. Uh, I got you get in prices and I got you bleacher tickets. This is for the Thursday day game against the Padres this Thursday. So uh, the, your get in price, this is with fees, 12 bucks just to get in the ballpark. This is for one ticket. Your, your bleacher price, $46. It's cheaper. Uh, th- than that now. Um, then you go to uh, TickPick. Uh, your get-in price is 37 much higher. Your bleacher price is 46 the exact s- same. Uh, game time, your get-in price is 23 Lower than TickPick, but still higher, but still double than StubHub. Uh, then uh, SeatGeek, your get-in price was 24 That's right around where game time was. Uh, your bleacher price was uh, 50 bucks instead of 46 Vivid Seats, your get-in price was twenty seventy-seven. Uh, some people, uh, and then they, you can earn stamps and stuff like that. And so there's like a way to like do a points club with this sort of thing. And then they, you get your 10th ticket free and stuff like that is what they're trying to do. But it's still... $8 more expensive than your StubHub get-in price. And Vivid Seats, uh, the bleachers, was actually $3 more. So StubHub's still the cheapest. If you're going to, even though it's messed up uh, right now, at this point, and I will let you know if it isn't, um, use, keep using our links at uh, sunranto.com slash StubHub. We also have a Vivid Seats, if you prefer to use another company because you hate StubHub, we also have a Vivid Seats affiliate as well that I just signed us up for. Uh, so what is it? Have you heard anything about like what's going on with StubHub? Is this a is this an MLB thing, a Ricketts thing, a just weird starting to go crazy thing? I don't know. Do you, I, I, I've heard a few things, it, just that they did a giant update and messed everything up about – Normal float for uh, a Cubs game, about 5,000 tickets per game will be available. And then if it's a more popular game, it'll be more like 3,000 tickets available on StubHub. And it'll go down from there as, like, the weather's good or whatever's happening till uh, then you can see, like, the supply and demand. All that information is gone. Your seat numbers are gone. So whereas you used to be able to pick, like, oh, I want seats 9 and 10 in row 5 and in row 4 because we're going to piggyback that way, you can no longer see that anymore so the way less information um about four-fifths of the tickets that are normally available on StubHub are gone we're gone overnight um a lot of season ticket holders had their uh listings deleted 
and um, a lot of people lost a lot of money. See, this makes me feel as if it's a if it's an MLB or uh, Cubs related thing where they're like, oh, these are these are the season ticket holders and they're not allowed to do this or some shit like that. You know what I mean? Which yeah. I don't know if that's true or not, but Dominic says 991 tickets on stuff up for Thursday. Just last week, I've been looking at that game for a while. Just last week, there were 5,991 right now. So I don't know what happened there. Um, a shakeout, I think we're going to find out more as time goes on. But uh, I don't know. It's going to change the way I do. <laughs> this this is what the Rickets are doing with their money. They're just buying 4,000 <laughs> tickets, and then they're going to resell them for you know an extra $2 and pocket that money because – they can't. Well, and this is the one price I left out, though, too. Sorry, uh, $38 to get in from the Cubs. This is with all those fees that you see um, and taxes, about $10 in fees. This is buying from the Cubs, 38 bucks to get in, um, three times what it costs on StubHub. And a bleacher ticket is $60, which is uh, 50% more than StubHub. That's buying from the team. So don't buy from the Cubs, whatever you do, because that's the worst deal of them all. Sorry, what did you have, IFG? You, we're about to say something, and then I. Oh no, um, no, I. I mean, I've used. I've never really been a StubHub uh, person. I've used SeatGeek a lot, uh, and uh, most recently grabbed a Mariners ticket on Vivid yeah, Seats. Yeah, I, w- I was just going to say you just went to a Mariners game. Like what? what Vivid was Seats your- is what you used. Yeah, I use Vivid Seats. I just, you know, hop on the light rail and buy my ticket on the way there. Um, and, you know, Vivid Seats was really easy. Uh, it was about the same price as StubHub because I always compare the prices. The light rail? It, yeah. Seattle, you know there's a monorail, right? <laughs> You're in Seattle, right? Yes. Yeah, take the monorail. The monorail well, the light- is the greatest <laughs> I'm I'm totally kidding. The monorail goes nowhere. I don't even know what the oh. fucking point of the monorail is. <laughs> I have I, I have not encountered the monorail. But the light rail is very, very close to my apartment and it stops literally right in front of the stadium. So I can just get on that and then I never have to pay for parking and I can drink at the ballpark. It's very convenient. That's yeah, that's that's very nice. I really like that. No, they didn't even have the light rail when I was out there. But they had the monorail and the monorail did nothing. So uh, we got the. If you're going to go to any of these games, we got the Padres in town, and they're a pretty damn good team. They're 37 and 24, only a half game out of first place uh, behind the Dodgers, because the Dodgers are actually four and six in their last ten, and the Padres are seven and three. Uh, not a bad team. Uh, they swept Milwaukee, who apparently sucks now, which pisses me off even more because the Cubs could have like been good with the. They've couple. lost eight straight, right? Yeah. I, I don't know what they did today. Um, the uh, They took two or three from the Mets, who are a very good team. Uh, they beat the Rockies. Uh, they had a doubleheader yesterday. So they did – they're maybe in the same kind of situation that the Cubs were last week coming out of that doubleheader. So they, it's one of their scheduled doubleheaders that we had this year because of the lockout. Um, I'll just give you some comparative numbers, comparative numbers. And this is frustrating as well. The Cubs – by like traditional numbers have better offensive numbers than the Padres do as a team. They, uh, the only thing that they haven't done is scored more runs. 
the Padres have scored a lot more runs than the Cubs. The Cubs have get on base more. They hit more home runs. They just don't score the runs. They're, I, I, you know, it's just it's baffling. So uh, their bullpens have similar ERAs. Uh, uh, however, the Cubs have the fifth most innings pitched out of their bullpen, and the Padres have the third fewest. So their starters are going deep into games. Uh, the Padres are uh, starters are first in innings pitched and third in ERA, and um, their defense is awesome. Their their seven twenty six defensive efficiency ratio is the best in baseball. They are the only team with under twenty errors. They only have eighteen. Um, the Cubs are just average in those departments, and um, Robinson Cano's on their team now somehow. <laughs> so <laughs> that adorable SpongeBob jersey. Did you see it? I did not. Oh my gosh! Robinson right. Cano, Robinson Cano his first has a... minor league game since like 2009, and he goes on SpongeBob uniform day. It was magical. Nice. Surprisingly, SpongeBob Cano is not the first hit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe I have to put Padres in there or something. Um, it's uh, El Paso Chihuahuas. Okay. Yeah, I see it. Um, yeah, Robinson Cano wears SpongeBob jersey. Oh, I feel oh, yeah. like the Chihuahuas. Look at them. They, they look like giraffes. Yeah. <laughs> When you just said Robinson Cano wears SpongeBob jersey, it made me think of uh, Hunter Pence wears SpongeBob pajamas or some shit like that. That yeah. that totally sounded like one of those things. So, um, do you have some? You got some rakes, flakes, throws, and blows, right, for us? I do. All right. Today, uh, I'm going to show you how to rake. <laughs> how do we rake? Well, you know, what's great about this is that we saw these Padres one month ago. So I get to kind of uh, compare and contrast from one month ago to now. In the rakes, when we saw Jerickson Profar a month ago, he was hitting 187, 313, 402. Since then, he has hit 322, 393, 471. And as we get closer, it just continues to go up. The last seven games, he's hitting 417, 517, 708, and is over 1,200 OPS for the last week. So it looks like it's going to be a completely different player from when we saw him in San Diego. He's going to cool off now. It's all opposite. Everything you're okay. saying is going to happen the opposite. It, it may be. Let's move on to the next one because I feel like this is definitely one of those. Okay. Oh, yeah. We got to do our flakes. Uh, hold on. I got to do the drop. I haven't worried about flakes since my grunge days. Remember them? <laughs> <laughs> I have G's like, what are you talking about? I'm in Seattle now. This is every day for me. Uh, a month ago, Luke Voigt got to Cubs pitching for a three for five day with two home runs. Despite being a 184, 349, 327 hitter at the time, like that's a bad slash line. And he went three for five with two home runs against the Cubs. Since then, he's raised his slash to 218, 308, 354, which was better before his last week of five hits in 26 at bats with 10 strikeouts and zero walks. He's got a 531 OPS over that time and went 0 and 5 yesterday's doubleheader versus the Colorado. 
So he's flaking hard. But he was worse a month ago when he kicked the crap out of the Cubs. Uh, that being said, like, I, you know, you said, oh, now he's going to turn it around, right? Yep. Well, he went two for four today. Yep, he's, so, on, he's on his way back. Yeah, he went two for four today. He's all of a sudden going to turn it around. And uh, even though his numbers look terrible, be on the lookout for that guy. All right, let's let's okay, move throw, on. Okay, throw Let's throw up our hands to the Lord. <laughs> okay. Taylor Rogers is their closer, and he has 18 saves and 21 opportunities with 27 strikeouts over 25 innings for a 288 ERA. Hopefully, there's no situation in which we see him. Outside of the save opportunity, we are looking at Luis Garcia with his 242 ERA with 22 strikeouts over 22.1 innings to go with only six walks and no homers. That's the guy out of the bullpen that is frightening. Okay, how about... You just put your lips together and blow. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I love that drop. This is going to Tim Hill, the sidearm lefty with a 608 ERA over 13 innings pitched this year. He is their most volatile guy, but he hasn't given up a homer yet this season. He's been beat by 15 hits and four walks over 13 innings. So he's just getting, you know, death by a thousand cuts. Um, yeah, we. I bet we don't see him. And we'll, we'll only see him when they're when they're winning by uh, eighteen it, or else pitching. And, let's hope that it's because they're losing. How about that? How about they're losing when you see this guy? And I said he's a sidearm lefty, very close to a submariner, Danny. Very Ooh. close. Uh, yeah, let me ask you. Th this has been a uh, point of controversy on this show for quite some time. Uh, you know, a guy that throws kind of underhand. Uh, like a Dan Quisenberry type, would what would what would you call them? A what what would you call them? A sub a sub? Uh, well, I don't want to say <laughs> that, that'll give it away. What 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 do you call them? What, what type of pitcher throws, throws with underhand. an arm angle that is below yeah. ninety degrees? I I think the uh, the Submariners play at Cheney Stadium, and those are Submariners. Yeah, Submariner. Uh, like Mr. Submarine. Yes, the Submariners <laughs> are in AAA Tacoma. Yeah, what a weird – it's a weird way to put it. He, he said that on the show. We're like, what are you it's talking about? It's a Submariner. I'm, it's, I mean, it's the comic book guy. He's Submariner. And it's not the Mariners up in Seattle. It's not yeah. the Seattle Mariners. It's the Seattle Mariners. I know. Seattle I go back and forth. I don't feel very strongly about it either way. It's... <laughs> I, I have geez, Like, I go back and forth in, in the stands. Go Mariners. <laughs> Uh, I, I like what I like what Terry E said about Luke Voigt. Um, he said Luke Voigt is a keto version of Dan Vogelbach. <laughs> That's an excellent fair, call. Fair assessment. Um, uh, and uh, okay, uh, maybe we'll get into this. Probably not, David Elliott. But maybe for the next show. Not sure if we're going to cover it tonight. But it is appropriate to point out that Andrelton Simmons has eight singles in a walk walk this year. That is the extent of his offensive contribution. I see we have a Simmons watch. That is another guy that they did not DFA instead of, and and we we uh, lost our our 
uh, beautiful red-haired guy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, the weather for this week, the Cubs are coming back to Wrigley. So um, it's going to be hot. Oh, my God. It's going to be hot. I'm not looking forward to this. What's amazing is that I'm looking at those temperatures, and that would be nice because it's going to be about – Eight degrees hotter every single day here in Iowa oh, City. Brutal. Yeah, it's 81 tomorrow. That's hot already. But then 92, 93, 85. Not going to be fun. Well, summer great. is back, people. No more of this fucking bullshit where we go to Wrigley in June and have to buy $80 blankets. And then we have, um, well, it's Cowboy Hat Day. <laughs> <laughs> It's the best thing I could say about what's going to happen in this game. Is that the actual picture? That is the picture. That's that the worst fucking. I know. Is is... Like... It's the picture. Yeah, it's just, it's like a straw cowboy hat. It's like the kind that they give it like a barn dance to, to uh, like frat boys. The bl- Okay, oh for, for the podcast listeners, we've got this straw cowboy hat that you would get for your child at a fair. At Dollar Tree, literally. Yeah, at the Dollar Tree. And then the, the hat band is just a plain blue hat band that has cubs written on it in. I mean, not only is it not stylized in any way, I don't even think those letters are the same size. Each letter is a different size. It's all fucked up. It's the cheapest goddamn thing I've ever seen. Yeah. It looks stupid. Um, you Darvish is coming back to pitch against us. Um, oh, are we going to give him one of those hats? Here, here's the cubs numbers against him. Um, <laughs> Andrelton Simmons is three for twelve. <laughs> Maybe, Maybe he's got a shot. Well, he's getting a start. Jan Gomes four for eight. Um, nobody is homered off of you, Darvish. So hopefully, I'm jinxing him with that. Um, yeah, uh, Jonathan VR probably not getting the start. Zero for eight, and that's pretty much the extent hey, of anything. Uh, Danny, am I am I misremembering? I don't have have the Cubs actually seen you, Darvish? Did we see him last year? Well, they had to have because Patrick Wisdom has that bat off of him. Wilson. Oh, right. You know, okay. So yeah. So we have. had one game against him. Well, I, I, because it felt like we were always missing him. Yeah. Yeah. It does. Uh, it did feel like that, but no, we didn't miss him. And we didn't, and, and but we did miss him because we didn't do well against him. That's for, that's for, I, you know what? I miss him every fifth day. Yeah. Exactly. We, I think we all miss you, Darvish. And then, um, here's, uh, what am I looking? Oh yeah, this is Justin Steele's games. Uh, he pitched really well last time against St. Louis. Unfortunately, the Cubs lost five to three, but uh, he did pitch seven innings, two runs, only one earned. Although he only had one strikeout in that game, he got his ERA under five, and uh, he's bounced back from that time that against Cincinnati they he gave up seven runs through two. So, um, oh, I have G, uh, <laughs> costume change. <laughs> what do we got going on? Oh, we have the straw hat from the Centennial giveaway. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that game they blew against the Diamondbacks. (laughs) Right. That was so much hype for just a loss. Yeah, they they really shit the bed in front of all the dignitaries. Like, Ernie Banks was there to watch them suck. Um, (laughs) So then... uh, 2014 was a bad year. Uh, game two, like they're really pulling out all the stops to try to get people in the ballpark. And so they're giving away all these special tickets. Actually, they're not trying to get people in the ballpark. They're trying to make money. So these special tickets actually cost more than a ticket that you can get on StubHub. 
BruceOnRanto.com slash StubHub. And um, they, they cost, they cost more, but you get something for it. Uh, so if you can get yourself a class of 22, this is on Tuesday, class of 22 Wrigleyville uh, shirt. Um, looks pretty cool, actually. Um, it's just the straight up Wrigleyville shirt with, but it's got on the sleeve, the patch, which is a cool patch, but how it's also grateful dead night. So they're giving away this grateful dead hat, but here's the thing. This is also the picture that they put on the website, um, to decide whether you want it or not. It is a side view of a hat. Like, who like? How do you sell a hat with the side view? I understand that you want to see that the back is trucker hat mesh, but like you can still see the cardboard insert. Yeah, yeah, like you can. Bad picture, <laughs> and it's just like, uh, yeah, um, it's. I'm sure it's a fine hat. The deadheads will be there. Um, I was gonna say because to be fair, the deadheads do not care if you just say it's a deadhead. It's got the fake thing. They'll buy it. It doesn't matter. It's for the. Uh, sort of half semi deadheads that are like, well, I don't know about a trucker hat, you know, that's so they had to see that. Yeah. So it's, it's dumb. It's, it's a fine. They, they really should have done the Wrigleyville 22 in a tie dye for the deadhead day. Yeah. Well, no, because then you, you got two crowds now coming and buying special tickets. Now you got the class of 22 coming for the special tickets and you got the deadheads coming. And are they, those, they, are those going to be in the same like, not, this is not place. a giveaway. Right. But are the tickets, when you buy the tickets, are they certain sections? You can buy them in multiple sections. Oh, okay. It so it's not like everybody wearing a deadhead hat is going to be in, you know, no, 412. Section, yeah, 420. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, no, every. Then why didn't they do that? God <laughs> damn it, Danny. You, were, you just fucking laid out the best idea possible and they didn't I do it. I love that too. Yeah. I love when groups of fans buy seats together. Oh gosh, that's the best. Yeah, they will they will not be doing it that way. You can get a All the deadheads would have sat together in 420 wearing their fucking hats and in their tie-dye you know, Wrigleyville shirts. Yep, yeah. they had their fucking their their old transistor radios out playing, you know, <laughs> and they've been trading their their bootleg tapes to each other. Yep. Nope. Not gonna happen. The They're entire all place would smell like a Cheech and Chong movie. <laughs> <laughs> all legal in Chicago. Yeah. Um, and um, let's see who's going in this game. Oh, the Cubs. They've, I guess we're gonna finally see uh, Kyle Hendricks. And here's his number versus numbers versus the Padres. They've seen him a lot, but they don't do very well. Manny Machado does well. He's five for twelve. Hosmer is uh, and uh, Beatty are the only ones with home runs in 121 plate appearances. So he's done well against them for the most part. Padres collectively batting only 228 with a 562 OPS. So I like our chances here. Uh, and Hendo, um, you know, hasn't been vintage Hendo. He had the one game where he almost had a complete game, three hit shutout. Um, and he had another game where he went seven. But other, other than that, he's been struggling to get into the sixth. So he, you know. he's had two weeks to rest He'll be he'll come out firing on all cylinders. I expect to see a ninety-one mile per hour fastball. And the rest of the games are TBD. At least the last I looked, they were before the show. Yeah, at least Wednesday still is. So if you are a Patreon supporter, you will get a special podcast with those matchups later on in the week as they become el uh, uh, um not eligible um 
Elemental? Available? Available, Available, yeah. He's like, it's got a bull in it, but I'm not sure. Yeah, we're an hour and a half in. I had a 12-hour day, so uh, that's where we're sitting here. And then, but they, I will say this, they are giving away a Stranger Things hat, um, which is basically the exact same as the Grateful Dead hat with a different logo on it and a different colored bill. Um, In that that almost but not quite totally unlike the Stephen King font. Yeah, logo. exactly. Yep, ex- exactly. And I don't know. I'm watching this new season and I don't know. I'm two episodes in it. I'm like, I don't even know if I'm actually finished. I'm wrong. That is not Wednesday. That's uh, June Sunday. 19th. That's Sunday. That's this coming Sunday. So, uh, yeah, that there's TBD, TBD, TBD. We don't know what's going to happen. And so we'll just tell you later when we do know. A um, couple of announcements, just uh, real quick. Bleacher Bump Band, we got another gig. We're going to be playing July 2nd, pregame, 4 p.m., uh, Output Wrigleyville. It is free. Uh, the Red Sox are in town. If you want, get a ticket to that game, but at least come down and hang out. I'll be, We'll be uh, playing and then probably hanging out watching the game. So come on down to Wrigleyville and come rock with us. That should be fun. And... Um, now um I, I got a I got one TFC, which is a, a this flexing cube. Jared, uh, our bass player always wants me to say what it is. Cause I just I, TFC it was like it's a flexing cube. A flexing cubes fan. Yes, and I don't have any of them because right when I was looking to do the work to get those uh somebody told me I had to make some uh all star picks. Well, then there's we're just going to have one on this show, um, and uh, that's the uh, Chicago Cubs. Uh, earlier in the in the first game, um, were making fun. Or no, I, I believe it's it, 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 this was the second game. Uh, second game, the one in which the Yankees hit um, six home runs. Uh, Christopher Morrell made a really nice catch uh, up against it, playing center field up against the the wall at Yankee Stadium, and. Uh, and uh, everybody cheered like because they thought it was gone at Yankee Stadium, and Cubs tweeted out, "Yankees fans think everything is a home run," and then everything was a home run. Just <laughs> yeah, and, uh, Patty and with the this Patty didn't said, age well. It's so this funny. didn't age well. Yeah, it really did not age well. Patty's. Oh right. my god, that seriously hilarious, Patty. Whoever you are, that is because yeah, for the next two days, everything was a fucking home run. Everything. Yeah. So, uh, IFG, thank you for joining us again. Uh, and I don't know what happened to Lyle. Hopefully, they get Maine. Uh, uh, they hopefully they get power and internet in Maine again because it doesn't seem like they have. <laughs> I believe that the Noaista going through and, <laughs> and tearing across the shingles of the the houses and people are dying. It's it's terrible. And, f- and for those that people that don't <laughs> that don't know you, where can they find you? Me, I am on Twitter at infield fly girl. No, I am girl. Yeah, and uh, for the podcast listeners, that's with a G R L. Yeah, yeah, and no I, like she said, hey. So I've already got one. Uh, let's see, Cub the Cubs man thirteen G has already sent me his uh, all star picks. So send them all. This is the easiest way, honestly. Send them all to at Cubes Fanatic right there. If you send, like, message me with a screenshot of your all star picks, I'll put them all together and I'll 
pay attention to them and we'll, we'll figure out who wins. And uh, speaking of winning, I'm, I'm not going to forget this time. We've got to do chance for a chance. Somebody, I forgot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some, somebody is going to win. Uh, so hashtag chance in the chat. And uh, I'm going to give you two more seconds. And you could win this fabulous Frank Chance postcard. Hashtag chance. If you're not entered, enter now. We got 15. Okay, here we go. No whammies. No whammies. Toad. Congratulations. I believe that's Todd Emmons. And I believe that's the second time he's won. I believe it is, too. Yeah, I I think if anybody got in early on this, it's just their game. They just continue to win, and anybody getting in now, you're just screwed. You don't even have a chance anymore. Well, congratulations, Code. <laughs> you got in early. Win early. Win often. Um, all right. Well, uh, thanks. That's our show. Uh, we're gonna play uh, coming back to Wrigley for you because that's what we're doing. Because and uh, that's the theme song. And, oh uh, no, Toad says uh, first. And only. Oh, he's like right. he's done. I'm not so, doing this shit again. So yeah, Cubs. Uh, the, we're. I think maybe we'll talk about it, but I think the next time we're going to get on. I really enjoy doing those Twitter spaces. I think we're going to try to do one maybe this Wednesday night after the game, uh, if if that's possible. We'll see. Kind of. We'll we'll let you know. We'll be messaging you to just follow our Twitters and stuff like that. That's been a pretty fun, like midweek show. Cause I like talking to you guys, uh, you know, out there and hearing all your opinions and keeping that conversation going. It's very it, cool. it really is fun to hear all your opinions. Even when I disagree with, uh, that one guy more than I can even explain to anybody how much I disagree with him, but it's fun. Can you go say something nice about a designated hitter or, he likes he likes extra he likes innings. the Manfred man. Yeah. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I have Jesus totally just she, she was like gonna dunk on me, and now she's like fuck that dude. <laughs> 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 well, there's our show. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you guys uh, this week later Bye. on. Bye. Bye. Spagom. Coming back to Ripley with a ticket in my hands No ring upon my finger because I am just a fan And I spent most of my money on sausages and beer But I was there when they wanted that year A pressured anticipation had the city tightly wrought With a 5-3 combination As the sailing ball was caught Half a dozen generations Who would live to see the day The Cubs would take the season all the way Now we're coming back to
Go Cubs! Backwards. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. A new year is a new chance to focus on you. You're probably already picturing yourself struggling at the gym, but not all self-help has to mean suffering. Squeeze.com is making it easier than ever to elevate your wellness by delivering a juice cleanse right to your doorstep. It's the easiest juice cleanse you'll ever do that may aid in weight loss, eliminating bloating, clearing your skin, boosting your energy levels, improving sleep, and breaking bad eating habits. Meet all your health goals from the comfort of your home. Get free same-day local delivery or fast free delivery nationwide with code WONDERY today at squeezed.com.